Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. It's a project that we were dreading dreading with a capital D. And we finally buckled down, rolled up our sleeves, and dove headfirst into the disaster that was our storage room. So today on Heart of the Home podcast, that's what we're talking about, the project neither of us wanted to do, but we're both so happy that it's done. The Heart of the Home continues in just a moment. Hey everyone, popping on here to tell you about our latest collection drop on Stag Design. It's our art collection. These are beautiful, large-scale, very high-quality art pieces that will mix seamlessly with our current collection pillows and fabrics and wallpapers. You can check it all out on stagdesignshop.com. For some reason, the change of seasons makes John and I want to dive into projects. It's just our nature. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The weather starts to change and we're like, okay, let's get to work. So we have been diving into a huge project that we have absolutely been putting off for, I would say, years, plural. Mm -hmm. And that is organizing and cleaning out our storage room. Yes, it was a disaster. It It was a disaster. It's a decent size. Not, I mean, you could always use more storage, but... A decent-sized room. We put shelves in it. It was supposed to be super functional, and it was for a while. And then, you know, you you have something that you just need to put in storage, and you've got five seconds to do it because you're running out the door, and you're like, I'll just go literally throw this into the storage room. And over time, like, we couldn't even walk in there. I was shocked that you actually started doing that because it wasn't me necessarily throwing stuff in. It literally was like you were standing at the door hucking <laughs> something in. Well, there's a point where you actually can't walk in there, so you have to <laughs> c- huck it in there to get it in the room. And this comes from two pretty organized people. So... Those spaces in your home, like your storage room or your junk drawer, your garage, like whatever it is, they just need to be cleaned out every once in a while. And you really need to evaluate what you need and what you don't need. And that is what we're going to be talking about today is just this process that we went through to organize our storage room and how good it feels now that it's done. Yeah, I have a friend who says he likes to move every couple of years mostly because it forces he and his family to go through all their crap and just get rid of a bunch of it because you acquire so much stuff just by living and you bring it home and you're like, I don't want to throw this away or I don't want to think about whether I should throw this away right now. I'll just shove it in this place. And over time it just becomes unmanageable. Right. And you literally cart things from home to home to home. I mean, there have been items that like, why do we still have this? As we were going through our storage room, I was like, what were we thinking hanging on to this for all these years? <laughs> and I think that's why it's so healthy to just go through everything. Because every time we've moved, and we've moved quite a bit, we've thought, okay, we're only going to move the stuff into the new house that we actually want, and we're going to take the time and be super disciplined and go through everything. And that never happens. <laughs> I, mean, I don't it know. A it happens bit. to an extent because I am of the firm belief of 
not bringing furnishings into your home that you know don't work in that home. Right. I, I'm a firm believer of like, look, you got that bedroom set from the discount furniture store when you very first got married. It should not come into your beautifully designed, gorgeous million dollar home, you know? Right. And if you need a bed, use a mattress and that will, you know, motivate you to get the bed you want that should be in your home. So I think it just does you a, a huge disservice when you bring things into your home that don't belong there and that you know aren't going to stay there. Because then what happens is you kind of get used to it. Mm-hmm. You kind of get used to it. You get a little bit more comfortable, but you're grumpy and you don't know why you're grumpy. And it's because your house is not just as functional. Work. It's yeah. just not working. And you're like, but I... I have this dresser that I got 15 years ago and I don't know, it was a hand-me-down and I don't know why I'm still hanging on to it, but I need a dresser, you know? Yeah. So anyway, that's a whole other topic. But going back to the storage room, let's talk about this process because it was so hard. (laughs) It was so hard. Well, that was our philosophy. We're going to take every single thing out of that room. We're going to literally empty it out. So we're not we're not uh, procrastinating having to go through things. And that's the best word for it. You're just procrastinating the headache of opening up every box and looking through it and deciding now, do I really want to keep this or not? And if I don't, what am I going to do with it? And you can't do that if you're like, Oh, we'll we'll just, we'll just take the easy stuff out of the room and leave all the other stuff. We thought let's just completely clean it out as if we were moving and then only put back the things we actually want to keep. I, um, when I was in New York at the Better Homes and Gardens Style Maker event, one of the speakers at this thing was a, um, a woman, her name is Patty Morrissey, and she's the lead trainer for the KonMari method. And if you're not familiar with the KonMari method, it's, um, Marie Kondo's method, um, if you've read her book. And, and so it's all about literally picking up every single thing you own and evaluating its purpose and whether or not it sparks joy. And that's sort of become like a, you know, a joke or a catchphrase or, you know, whether it sparks joy. But it, I think it's it's actually a really healthy exercise, especially with something like a storage room. Now, for us, that storage room was carrying a lot of baggage, a lot of emotional baggage. <laughs> it had, you know, it has things from our childhood in it. It has my old dance costumes from when I was dancing professionally and even from when I was a child. There were certain toys that I saved for my kids when they were, you know, old enough. And it was weird for me to pull them out and realize that they're actually old enough to play with them now. And so I washed them all and gave gave them toys. I gave Anna a little Cabbage Patch doll, which weirdly looks exactly like Cabbage Patch dolls today. <laughs> I mean, they have not changed their mold like at all. Um, so anyway, another thing that was really hard was going through all of our children's baby clothes and mamas, I know, you know how I'm feeling right now. John did not get it. He, at first went, he was like, what is the big deal? Like, why are you feeling so they're just clothes. Like, let's just take them all to the thrift store. And I'm not like, nearly as sentimental as you are. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we had literally 
How many totes did we have full of clothes? Well, in our defense, we have three girls. Yeah. And so, so we keep everything. We keep everything because it just passes down from one child to the next. And we're really organized about it. Like there's the two T tote. There's the three T tote, you know, and everything's right. broken out by size. Yeah. But we bought like the biggest tote you can buy. And we, I think we bought 14 of them and they were full of baby clothes or little kid clothes. I'd say more than half of which our girls don't fit in anymore. <laughs> so it's like, cl- um, clearly, maybe we want to keep some of these as keepsakes, but we don't need 14 totes worth of clothes that we can no longer wear. But as a mother, <laughs> here's what's hard about it. You you pull out these pieces of clothes and you hold them up and you feel them and you literally can... It takes you back to the moment when your child was wearing that piece of clothing. Like, not everything. Sometimes I'm like, I look at it and I'm like, oh, I remember this outfit. It's not really that cute. But other things I picked up and I was like, oh my gosh, I remember the moment that Ruby was wearing this little dress. Or I remember her taking her little newborn pictures in this little hat. I remember bringing Anna home from the hospital in this outfit. And I remember Vivi like curled up in her crib sleeping with this blanket it's like we cannot cast these items aside (laughs) you know and and I, i think another thing too is that my mother when i was a child would go on these tangents and just throw everything away like things that were really special to me like my favorite toy. I had this little stuffed elephant. Her name was Ellie. And I, it was like a wind up music box elephant. And her little trunk would go around in a circle and play a song. And I adored this elephant. And I came home from school one day and it was gone. I was like a first grader and I came home and my elephant was gone. It was like to the thrift store. And I pleaded with my dad to take me down to the thrift store. And we scoured the thrift store. Of course, it was gone. I mean, who the heck knows what happened to it? They probably threw it away. Because it was old and tattered. But that has like scarred me. (laughs) And so I'm not, I am not a hoarder, John. No, you're just like one of the lower degrees of hoarding. It it would just turn into hoarding if it left, if it was left unmanaged, you would become one of those ladies with like seven cats. No, (laughs) I don't even like cats. You're going, no. I'm, uh, I'm going too far. You are going it's too funny though, right? far. No, <laughs> it's not funny. You're not funny. No, you are going too far. I am not a hoarder. You always make me sound so much worse in no, this light you're than not. I am. You're more sentimental than I am, uh, but you're pretty good about cleaning things up, to be fair. But I like to joke that you're a hoarder just to kind of... Get you thinking about how maybe you should throw some stuff away. (laughs) We're going to have words after this episode. I am not a hoarder. You're so rude. Okay. I'm not a hoarder. Right. The more you you say it, the more convinced I get how you become. (laughs) I, okay. I have a thing for old furniture and china. Yeah. Which I haven't collected in a long time because you're a big meanie about it. <laughs> but, and I also want our girls to be able to have keepsakes from when they were children. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, so I sue w- me. I was proud of you throughout this process of cleaning out. I was super grumpy while I, wasn't, I was doing it. I wasn't like harassing you about throwing things away. I just proposed that we go through everything and we require ourselves to look at everything and at least decide, do we want to keep it or do we want to get rid of it? 
And that was all the, that was the only conversation we had. And then we each kind of went through our own stuff and, and then talked about the stuff that was shared. And it actually went pretty smoothly. We didn't disagree really over anything. And we got rid of so much stuff. And I, I recognize that that was very challenging for you. It was very you, hard. You did a very good job. And I was going through all the clothes and I did say, this is the tote of things that I'm keeping and there's no discussion about yeah, it. Yeah, and I was totally fine because you took 14 totes down to like two or three. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty awesome. Yeah. Good okay. job. Thank you. Um, another thing that we had to go through is all of the VHS tapes. Yeah. And beta, you guys have, probably have no idea what beta is, but beta is a type of tape used in TV and film. And when I very first was starting out in TV, um, I worked at a dinosaur station um, that, you know, technology has a way of like trickling down. So like older stations or smaller market stations would like inherit old gear from nicer, bigger markets. And same with like sets, like the TV sets would be like a recycled set from like Chicago <laughs> and it would like end up in my new station in Iowa. So I, I used to film all of my stories on what was called beta tape and I was what was called a one man band. And so I would shoot all of my own stories by myself with my ginormous camera, which people probably cannot even fathom now, but it was like all of my gear together was like over a hundred pounds with my tripod and my camera and my bag and my tapes and my microphone and all my things anyway. And so I have all these tapes with all of my, I was also a little obsessive compulsive about recording every single story I did. And then I would go back and watch it and critique myself and take notes. And so I have every single story that I did for like four years. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of tapes. It's a lot of tapes. I also have my tapes that we can't play tape. on any piece of machinery that we I know. own. <laughs> I don't even know what we're going to do with it, but what are we going to do? Like, I don't even no, know. I, I actually think that's, pretty awesome footage and I do I definitely want to keep it. We're just going to have to figure out how to convert it to a format that we can actually watch. <laughs> I know. I don't know what we're going to do with all of it. Yeah, I think that kind of stuff has real meaning and value, right? Um, pictures, home videos, footage of you as an early reporter, that's all really valuable, totally worth finding space for and keeping. But there was plenty of stuff in that storage room that we just didn't even care about and it was cluttering our lives. So the point was to get rid of all that stuff, right? Yeah. Don't you feel lighter now that it's done? I'm amazed how much room we have in that storage room now because it was unmanageable before. And now we have all the shelf space and tons of room to walk in there. You know, it, it took a lot longer than we thought it would, which is a theme of any project that we do. <laughs> but um, it probably took us, what, four sessions of several hours each at least. Um, and one or two of those sessions were like almost all day. Um, but you know, it turns into additional projects and things like you're collecting other stuff from the house and it's a whole big thing. It's a can right. of worms. So you have to give yourself plenty of time to do it and break it up into different sessions. But I'm so glad we were disciplined and did it because now what we have in there, we actually care about and it's worth making space for it. And now I am dreading, but also very excited to tackle the next space. Yeah, that was the first step in like a large, larger organization project that 
our garage is now a disaster because we haven't been able to move stuff down to the storage room. So <laughs> you got a clear space in the storage room and then go to the garage and our office needs a ton of work. So I think we'll just be going space to space over the next few months and getting it all done. Yeah. Our office where we record our podcast is full of business stuff that um, is overrunning it like pillow inserts and fabric and a mountain of paperwork that I'm supposed to file and somewhere. Paperwork and like so much stuff, so much stuff. We need an office space. I tell John. You, really? You think? <laughs> I literally say you that. You have never said that to me before. <laughs> this is like a running joke because <laughs> I feel very strongly that we need an office space, a designated office space outside of our home. And um, it's been sort of like a thing that we've been like resisting because it's hard to know when we should take that leap. And and it's like, we need one so bad at this point. And so I say it all the time. Yeah. Jen finds ways to bring it up in conversations that have nothing to do with the office space. It's like, how did you work that in? <laughs> it just would make all things better in our lives. I agree. It would be awesome as soon as we're ready. we are ready that's another conversation for another day hey we hope that this inspired you to go into those deep dark places in your home that you've been avoiding the last thing i'll say is i get so much joy what sparks joy for me (laughs) is literally wheeling the garbage can down to the street full of a bunch of crap that i never wanted in the first place i just feel so liberated and free (laughs) It really, I'm not even exaggerating. It makes me really happy to get rid of stuff. So I've been very happy with this whole project. Okay. He's the biggest smile on his face right now. I am not a hoarder. I'm just saying that one more time. Just keep saying it. Maybe one day it'll be true. You're in big trouble. I'm not a hoarder. Okay. We hope you have a good day. We hope that you have the little extra kick in the pants that you need to tackle that space that you've been avoiding. And we hope that it brings you as much joy to take out the trash as it does, John. Oh, yeah. I'm not a hoarder. (laughs) I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.